Welcome to the Christmas edition of Catch Your Wave. This episode comes out on December 24th, 2023. And this is why I have chosen a story with heart for today. And it also has a surprising turnaround. And it's about a person from Laos. And that person, she still inspires me until today. She still motivates me in an incredible way. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Nicole Est and this is Catch Your Wave. Here it's all about changing careers in a smart way and designing a life and job you truly love. Because there is a wave for everyone. Let's dive in. If you have listened to episode number two on sabbaticals and their, their magic impact they can have, then you might remember that during my sabbatical, when I was surfing around the world, I had planned in a break from surfing, which was not the wisest decision. But anyway, I arrived in Laos for my three-week stay in Luang Prabang. And honestly, it was difficult to start in Laos because, of course, I was missing Hawaii. But honestly, after Hawaii, well, it's for every country in the world, it's very difficult to compete with the beauty of Hawaii. And of course, in Laos, there is no surf. And I had stored Lissy at this super big airport in Bangkok. I only received an exchange, a little paper, a small little paper. And I was really thinking, Nicole, you shouldn't lose this little piece of paper because then Lissy is gone. No worries. This episode is not about me traveling. It's about a person who started in an incredible way to find her professional direction. So stay tuned. But let's start with Luang Prabang. Luang Prabang is a bigger city in Laos with 70,000 inhabitants. But I had a rough start. I felt strange. I didn't feel in my element. The accommodation that I had organized in advance, I had a very, very good referral and we had exchanged emails. But when I arrived, the landlord said that he just didn't know about the email and he was very friendly. They're all, it's an incredible friendly culture over there. But still, my room was not reserved. So I had in last minute organized something else, which I don't like because I like to have safe recommendations. But anyway... It was not a problem. And then right from the start, I noticed something that made me feel uncomfortable and I knew about it in advance. So I was not naive and arriving. Oh, this is surprising. Now I knew about that there's a huge gap between the tourists, the people that are coming into the country. There are actually millionaires in comparison to that very simple, poor country of Laos. And please now by being rich, I'm just referring to the financial dimension. Probably they are richer in a lot of other things and probably happier than any rich person in the Western world. But it was clear the prices were incredible affordable. Like you could afford just anything. And every tourist was, of course, seen as a billionaire. And probably we were in their eyes. And it felt strange to have my sabbatical to be in that comfortable, rich position of traveling around the world and just following my dreams. And then there were people who were 
who just didn't have this privileged start position into life. And of course, there were some people really specialized in getting the money from the tourists, but the majority of the Laos people are super nice, open, authentic, friendly people. So on one hand, you had this authentic friendliness. And on the other hand, you always had the feeling, pay attention, maybe this is just a tourist trap. And I didn't like to see the gap, this huge gap between the rich tourists and the people in Laos. So on my first day, when I started to explore Luang Prabang, I was passing by a travel agency next by. There were a lot of tra travel agencies in Luang Prabang, where you could, as a tourist, of course, book the excursions, trips to waterfalls, to Attention, please, the, the camps where you can ride elephants. Please don't do this. It's cruel for the elephants. So just don't book those elephant riding trips. So I was passing by and somehow we got into talking and she was super nice. But at the same time, I had my warning lamp just started. No, Nicole, don't book anything. It's just a tourist gap. She just wants your money. But my inner self was telling me, no, she's a good person. So we chatted, we started to talk and I made it just clear from the start. No, I'm not interested in booking anything. I'm just arriving and I probably will just stay in Luang Prabang and have a look at the city. It's an historic city with beautiful temples. It's really, really nice. And it was totally fine for her. She was speaking very good English and she was telling me some things about Luang Prabang, where I should start. And at the same time, I was looking at her. She had this, I don't know what it's called in English, a birthmark in a deep purple on her face. And it was big like the palm of her hand. And you couldn't not see it. But at the same time, you didn't see it because she was so enthusiastic and so friendly. And you were immediately noticing everything she was standing for and just forgetting about the deep purple birthmark in, in her face. I, received, I was really fascinated by her. So that was the first day when I met her. And so I went on. For, of course, the first thing you need to organize is how to get around. A lot of people were going around by motorbikes and Vespas. And honestly, this is not my thing. They are super affordable over there, but it's not my thing. Not in Laos and, and not even in Bali. So I was looking for a bike and she had given me one address. I was still a little bit wary, just try to find something else. Maybe it's a tourist trap, Nicole. But I also found out that the recommendation she had given me was the best one. It's, again, it's incredible, affordable. It was one euro per day for a bike. So I organized my bike. And again, they didn't even ask for a passport where I was living, nothing at all. You just give The, the money and you have the bike and I could have gone elsewhere with the bike. Well, probably they would have found me anyway, but it's this trust thing, which still fascinated me. It was a very simple bike. It was making some strange noises. I didn't care. I was happy that I could get around in Luan Prabang and start exploring the city. But I noticed right away on the first day, it wouldn't be an easy start. Usually I love traveling alone because I'm never alone. I usually know people by surfing usually somebody knows already someone I know 
or in the co-working space, it's very easy to find your tribe. But here, of course, I didn't have surfing. There was no co-working space. The internet was very basic. And there were faces when there was no internet and you, you never knew when it was on and when it wasn't. So on the second day, I was really happy seeing that young woman again in front of the travel agency I had spoken to the day before. And she was waving when I was coming by with my funny bike and we started to chat again and it was so funny. We just continued chatting for 30, 45 minutes about everything. I also noticed that she was highly concentrating and that she was paying attention to everything I was saying, to every little word. And there was a reason why she was doing it. Well, at that time, I wasn't working as a career strategist yet. I was still in my corporate job, just having a sabbatical. But maybe somehow my future self was already coming out and I was asking her about her plans, what she would love to do. And then she looked at me, probably nobody had asked her this question. And she was just smiling. And she said, you know, English is here the entry to a better job. And honestly, well, I went to school, but I didn't have the money to go to university or to continue school. And I also, I can't afford any language courses. It's just too expensive. But I want to progress. And I noticed that English is the entry card in Laos to get promoted, to get better jobs. And this is why, and she stopped. And she, she was as if she was going to tell me the secret of the world that she had discovered. You know what I'm doing now? I do everything, really everything to improve my English. And I figured out how. My goal is this year to speak as much English as possible with every foreigner who comes to this travel agency. This is the best language class ever. I can learn all the different accents. I can learn about so much about all the different countries they are coming from. And you see, I'm making notes in my little notebook. And I remember that I had seen this notebook the day before. And this is when I understood. She had created her own universal classroom. And we, the foreigners coming to Luampangam, we were the teachers. And she was the most motivated student ever. I understood her authentic interest, her questions she was asking her concentrated face. She had made the best out of her unprivileged situation. She didn't have the means, but she had actually created a mini project by herself. The mini projects I'm doing with my clients today in a playful way to get tangible results. Against the odds, she had created her special universal classrooms with so many teachers from around the world and her English was already excellent and she had a clear career plan. She wanted to go self-employed with her own travel agency I think in three to five years. She had very concrete career steps planned and this was the first phase to get better in English. I'm sure nowadays she's already the manager of her own travel agency. So as you can imagine, from that day on, I took my job as a teacher seriously, especially because as a former simultaneous 
interpreter for French and Spanish, not for English, as you can hear. I know about the power language can have. It really opens so many doors to different people, cultures, countries. And so I was always looking forward to see her and to speak with her, often several times a day. Sometimes we would just laugh a lot about my stupid stories in Luang Prabang. As I said, I was not in my best element in Luang Prabang. <laughs> Sometimes we would have these deep, deep conversations. After a while, it became our habit that we would go through her vocabulary notebook and I would help her with some words and pronunciation. And she was, of course, giving me so many insights about Luan Prabang so that it was still easy for me to discover a Luan Prabang outside, outside of the tourist view. My romantic plan that I had, well, months ago when I was planning to go to Luang Prabang was to go to yoga classes twice a day. But I didn't find those yoga classes. There was one really nice outdoor cafe where all the travelers were meeting and there were yoga classes twice a week. And I was going there. Of course, I was with visiting these beautiful temples. I was learning a lot about the Laos culture and also just exploring the city with my funny bike. But I didn't find my tribe. I didn't get to know people who are on the same wavelength. I got to know some people that, but they were all on a pff, strange trip to find themselves. What I was also doing and my friend from the travel agency was giving me these really, really good recommendations. They are a lot of massages and wellness treatments. You can book at incredible affordable prices in Luang Prabang. So I went to have a massage every day. I tried just everything like feet massage, back massage, whatever. I think I've never been so aligned and balanced in my whole life <laughs> as I was in Luang Prabang. I still remember, well, there was one group of It was a group of U.S. American men, four or five of them, and they were in the little airplane coming into Luang Prabang with me, super tiny airport. And they were nice. They were behaving well and not like the other tourists. There was this one Jeffrey and we were always also exchanging recommendations. And I met him during the yoga classes. <laughs> and I still remember I was telling, I was giving him a recommendation for a, a foot massage, the reflexology massage. No idea what's called in English. But I was also telling him that I had just gone there the day before and it was including nail polishing. And it was, a well, a darker room. And I was supposed to pick a color. And you know, there is a really cool turquoise color. But somehow I picked the worst color you can imagine. It was a turquoise. It was really just yelling. <laughs> and I still remember Jeffrey looking down to my feet and the yoga class and he said, well, and he said, well, at least you won't get hit by a car. At the end of my stay, I also did one of the excursions, a trip to the Kuangxi waterfalls. They are breathtaking, incredible, beautiful. And of course, I booked the trip in my favorite travel agency and it was the most perfect trip. We didn't stop at any tourist traps. We had a lot of time. It was a 
wonderful group and I loved it. And it was really a beautiful day. But looking back, the biggest highlight was my friend at the travel agency. And all the time we spent together laughing, having deep conversations, going through her vocabulary book. And she still inspires me to tell. Unfortunately, I don't remember her name. We didn't exchange contact data. I still regret it today because see, she still motivates me. When I'm in my privileged situation and procrastinating on something or finding something impossible or difficult, I imagine how she would just look at me and, and would say, go for it. She would be so happy to have all the, these privileges and to be in that situation. She would Go for it because she was beating the odds. She had created a perfect universal classroom with the best teachers coming from all over the world to her against the odds and to improve her English so that she gets an entry card to a better job and later on to start her own business. I am sure that she is nowadays a happy owner of her own travel agency and that she still radiates this charisma and enthusiasm and inspires people to discover the real Luan Prabang. This is the Christmas edition of Catch Your Wave. I hope you are motivated to create your own classroom, whatever it might be. If you want to receive pictures of Luan Prabang, just send me an email with the word Laos and I will send you the corresponding newsletter. My email is nicole at catchyourwave.de. See you next Sunday when it's again about catching your wave.